Holly, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, and that's where we're going today. We are going to celebrate the holidays a week or so early uh, and talk about uh, a beloved Christmas classic, Miracle on 34th Street uh, from 1947, released June 4th, 1947. Now you're thinking, June, that's curious. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, it was directed by George Seaton. Uh, it was written by George Seaton and Valentine Davies. It stars Maureen O'Hara. Edwin Gwynn as Santa Claus, and a very young Natalie Wood. Uh, in 2006, this film was ranked number nine on the American Film Institute's uh, 100 Most Inspiring Movies of All Time. The film grossed four times its budget, uh, and it had three Oscar wins, one for supporting actor for Ed Gwynn, one for writing and story, and another for writing and screenplay. Uh, they, they had uh, uh, separate... Uh, uh, awards for that back in those days. It was also nominated for Best Picture. Now, when Edwin Gwynn accepted his Best Supporting Actor Oscar, he said, now I know there is a Santa Claus. <laughs> and it's the only Christmas movie ever made where someone won an Oscar for playing Santa. So that's uh, some fun Oscar trivia there as well. Uh, actually, uh, kind of unusually, there were two Christmas films nominated for Best Picture at the 1947 Awards. Uh, this one and uh, the Bishop's Wife, starring uh, uh, Cary Grant, and uh, they joined It's a Wonderful Life from the year before. So uh, three Christmas movies nominated for Best Picture in two years is uh, kind of uh, an anomaly. Valentine Davies, the writer, he got the idea for the script uh, while struggling through the Christmas shopping crowds, trying to find a present for his wife. Uh, the commercialism that he saw kind of made him wonder what the real Santa Claus would make of all of this, and, and that inspired the idea. Uh, for the uh, for the film, and, uh, and I mentioned the the unique June fourth date, despite the fact that this is set during Christmas. Uh, studio head Daryl Zanuck uh, insisted that it released in in uh, the the earlier months because he argued that more people went to the movies during the summer. So the studio began scrambling to promote it while keeping the fact that it was a Christmas movie a secret. So kind of an unusual release. And that was the unconventional thinking at the time because that was well before the summer blockbuster era that we, we kind of now live in now. Uh, most times prestige movies and stuff were released more around the holidays and Christmas time. Joe Fortunato with us, taking us to film school, The Miracle on 34th Street. Joe, I've often wondered this. I, I love this movie. Matter of fact, I just watched it again a couple of days ago. But I've always wondered the, the, the scenes when they're in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Is that actually the parade or was that just mocked up for the movie? Because it does look pretty real. No, indeed it was. It was. Uh, they did use footage from the real parade. Uh, in fact, <clears throat> excuse me. In fact, both Macy's and Gimbel's were approached by the producers for permission to have them depicted in the film, but both wanted to see the finished film before they gave approval. So, if either had refused, uh, the film would have had to done extensive reshoots and re-edits. Uh, fortunately, uh, both uh, the, the test of viewing both Gimbel's and Macy's were pleased and gave their permission. So, indeed, it was uh, part of the real parade and uh, real Macy's and Gimbel's. Um, the cast and crew uh, had unanimous positive opinions of Edmund Gwynn, who played Santa Claus. They loved him. Uh, they thought he was just a wonderful man. Maureen O'Hara said, by the time they were halfway through the shoot, we all believed that Ed was really Santa Claus. I've never seen an actor more naturally suited for the role. So that's kind of nice to, to know that uh, they all felt that way. Natalie Wood was only eight years old when she made this film. Uh, and, you know, talking about the holidays and release, 
Now, even though it was a, um, you know, well, they released a, a, a free, free screening in May, um, they, Macy's closed for half a day, so it's 12,000 employees could go see the first showing, which is kind of nice. It almost sounds like a Christmas bonus, even though it <laughs> happened in May. Yeah. I, what I, other, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to jump on a little bit. You know, we haven't talked about it, and I know he has a role in it, not a huge one. But it was interesting in 47 that a much younger William Frawley in the movie as well. Of course, we know him best as Fred Mertz. Yep, yep. And, uh, uh, and uh, it's, uh, he, he did a lot of movies. He, he shows up in a lot of movies uh, back in those days. And you think, oh, yeah, there, there's Fred from I Love Lucy. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it just kind of show you how different things are back then and now. Uh, the, the film received a B rating which is not a, a, you know, the kind of ratings we have, that was morally objectionable by the highly influential League of Decency because Maureen O'Hara played a divorcee. Uh, so uh, they, they kind of knocked it down a little bit. Um, you know, one other thing that I think is kind of a, a, a cute thing, not even, not even necessarily specific to the movie, but normally if an envelope doesn't have a stamp, the Postal Service is not going to accept it. Uh, but it's known that during the... the the Christmas times, the Postal Service will accept letters without stamps uh, during the Christmas season when children write letters to Santa Claus if the address is the North Pole. Uh, so that's why the ending of the movie, the Postal Service wheels in uh, carts and carts of mail addressed to Santa Claus, uh, proving that children really do believe in Santa. 